Zero, ten, nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, six, two, one, zero. Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It's Saturday. January 13th, 2024. I'm Doug. This is Matt. And we have Nancy Thames. Did I Woo! pronounce that correctly, Nancy? Thames, like the Thames River. Thames. I knew uh, I was going to get it wrong. That's well, one, one thing just on the for the show, I always try to ask. And I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thames. No problem. Okay, we got it. Nancy Thames is a former Department of Defense employee and lifelong contactee of extraterrestrial beings, has emerged as a significant voice in the realm of alien disclosure and spiritual awakening. Her journey is marked by personal struggles transformed profoundly through her continuous extraterrestrial encounters. That is amazing. Yep. Yes. Have, tell us about, um, tell us, a, you know, about a little bit, I've told somewhat about yourself. What else are you uh, all about well, there, Nancy? Well, this is... I am a lifelong contactee, uh, meaning that from the minute I was born into this world, it, everything, they have groomed me into the human being, Nancy Timms, who I am today. And who I am today is the significant part of everything that's happened to me. Everything in my life, there has been a significant reason for it. It was a lesson to learn, and I've learned a lot about myself who I am within, um, spiritually who I am, and a lot about our human experience as human beings and who we are, who we are within our inner selves, and who we are and why we are here and our purpose and place in the universe. So this started for me, my earliest recollections are around two or three years old. And these were playful visitations. And I was not scared. I had not learned of anything to be scared. So it was very fun and very, it was just fun and, and very uh, eventful learning information and experiences. So as I got older, you know, as we get older, once we start reading and we start watching television, all of the social aspects around us start to influence our thinking and our beliefs. Uh, uh, so things start to change because of the world around us, our perception of what we are told we are supposed to believe. So my visitations uh, went from playful and fun to becoming a scared young girl approaching her teens that was scared to get up and walk to the bathroom at night of, of afraid of what I might encounter and not understanding if what was happening to me was good, bad, or generally just not understanding. And I had no one to talk to when I would mention something of something happening to me, my family or my parents would just say, 
that was a bad dream. Go back to bed. You know, don't dwell on it. It's just a bad dream. It is not real. So I learned very quickly to suppress these things that were going on in my life because nobody wanted to talk about these things. And my parents told me, you cannot talk about these kind of things at school or to other family members or in public general. And I later found out just by just kind of bringing up a topic of similarity and people would roll their eyes. And so I, you know, I learned to suppress these things and keep it within inside. And at the whole time I was doing that, this was disturbing my inner self of not understanding who am I? Why is this happening to me? What is the purpose? What is the reason? Am I crazy? Am I sane? Et cetera. So as I began, began to get older and I married and I had children of my own and these things continued to happen, I started having more conscious contact with the extraterrestrials and the interdimensional beings. And what they were doing, I realize now being older, is that they were texting to see mentally how I was handling this. You know, am I how close I am to understanding these things and when am I going to want more contact? When am I going to ask them more questions? So it all evolved into this point to where in my late twenties, early and early thirties, I, I said, and I drew a circle around me and I sat and meditated and I said, I want to know why these things are happening to me. What, what is, what is this happening to me when they would come to get me, I would be laying in a bed and I would feel their presence and I would feel my covers being pulled off of me. And then I would keep my eyes closed and I would feel my body vibrating from head to toe, toe to head for a period of time. And then over a period of time of this happening, still consciously awake with my eyes closed, I would start to feel my body lift up off the bed. So at this point, I would open my eyes and look. And I saw I was physically looking down at an empty bed. This wasn't a out-of-body experience. This was not a dream or any. This was a a physical thing happening to me. And so at times I would look over and realize I was holding the hand of what I now know is a female gray that has been bonded with me all my life. And, uh, and I will explain all this in a little bit, but I, but what I didn't understand is when I would look to see who I was with. And a lot of times I refused to look, but I would realize that I was going through the ceiling or a window or a door, things that a physical human cannot do. So this was very disturbing to me. So when I was made my circle and I was sitting there uh, and they came to get me and they took me before a group of elders is what they were called. And these elders were interdimensional beings, all of different races and of probably different dimensions. And they told me that before my birth here as a human, that I had made an agreement but to be here at this pivotal moment in humanity's time to be here to help assist them to understand the extraterrestrial and interdimensional presence in our life 
they clear up a lot of misinformation and also to help people to understand their agenda and the purpose and the meaning of all this and why it's happening now and what it means to humanity. So I looked at them and I said, I do not remember making any agreements about anything like this. And so they showed me a vision. They showed me a vision of myself and I was in a etheric, non-physical being, but I knew it was me. I could feel in the consent that it was me. And they were coming to me and saying, okay, it's time for you to go into your human experience. And when you wake up, it will be a long period of time before you remember these things and we will be visiting you to help you. So, okay. So I was like, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I still did not really have anybody to talk to or communicate about these things. Living where I do in Mississippi, this is a Bible Belt. And this is not things that you would talk about to a pastor or to even a mental therapist, because yeah. from what I had been told, people were institutionalized right. yes. talking right. about things Absolutely. like this. So Sorry. again, I suppressed it. And it was something eating at my soul, trying to understand all this. So then as it progressed, I was a mother. I became a mother and I had two sons. And we were vacationing, my ex-husband and my two sons. We were, my ex-husband and I were in one bed and my children were in another bed. And we were at the Marriott Hotel on the beach at Key West. And all of a sudden in the middle of the night, I sensed their presence again. And I raised up and looked. And these were not the same grays that come from me. Grays always travel in threes, but these were different. These three were short, about three foot tall, and they were wearing robes, dark robes with high collars. And one walked up to me, took his hand on my left-hand side and pressed me down back to the bed and telepathically said, this is not about you. Go to sleep. And he put me in a sleep paralysis so i didn't immediately go to sleep but i was in a sleep paralysis i could not speak i could not move i could not raise up or or do anything but i saw them go around and get my two sons and so i saw their first that i knew of that they let allowed me to see of their uh, experience with these grays who I've never seen personally myself. This was something totally different. So this was very upsetting to me, uh, very personal as a mother and as a human being, because now I realize this is not just about me. This involves my children. So I went to sleep and the next morning, we all went to breakfast. And I looked at my children and I asked them, did anybody have any strange dreams or anything out of the ordinary that you'd like to talk about? And they were eating pancakes and they said, looked up at me and they're like, no. And, and I left it alone because they didn't recollect any of it and there's no harm done. But 
it did. It made me want more answers, more answer, more questions. So again, I started asking them, please give me more conscious time because I had figured out that the more conscious I am, the better memory and the better that I can piece things together. And I realized that they were tapping me out. And when I say tapping me out, I mean, they were putting me in a trance-like functional state. I was fully functional, but in a trance because of my fear and anxiety of the experience. And I later learned, and they explained to me, when we feel anxiety and fears, these are emotions that are not normal to them. These are not things that they have in their lives. So they are telepathic. So when we are having an experience with them, what we feel, they feel 10 times fold the amount. And they do not like this feeling and they do not understand it. So they will put us in a trance-like, fully functional, but a sedated-like functional presence so that we can have our experience with them and they can do their task, whatever the experience is involved in it of their, what they need to do and what they want us to experience in other words. So it's just been a lifelong thing. And like I said, it's still hard to this day for me. I have longer and longer periods of consciousness but sometimes the anxiety will overcome me because sometimes it's just more than my brain can understand at the given moment but now I try to remind myself when I sense this fear I try to talk to myself and say whoa we've done this before let's just fall into the full experience and see where it leads us so it, it it's just something that has at different periods of my life, it seemed very fearful. It seemed very, just just a basic not understanding of any of it to now I realize everything that happened to me, good or bad, served a purpose and was part of a grooming process of having me become who I am today. And the reason why I am here on a mission to help and assist humanity along with the positive extraterrestrials and the interdimensionals. And I've learned many, many things. So I'll just let you ask me something if you'd like. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of things you'd like to ask me. So are they of the same, um, is it a group? Is it many different groups? Are they what you would consider like the same faction? Um, There are what I call positive extraterrestrials there are negative extraterrestrials. And when I say that, we'll clear this up. They all have souls and they all believe in a creator source, which is equivalent to what we would call our God. But the way that they perceive the creator source and the way that we do, there are no man-made religions there. We have a lot of man-made things that prevents us from seeing the whole picture. So they do believe in a creator source and they have souls. So when I say there's negative and positive, they are not demonic. What I mean is 
the positive extraterrestrials and the interdimensionals desire for humanity to become our full potential and being the human beings that we were designed to be. And they see the uniqueness in us. And the negative extraterrestrials do not wish for us to ascend or become more intelligent or to know who we really are. They do not wish for our race as a whole, as in humanity, to realize that we are all connected and we are all one. So everything in our lives from the day that we're born, and this has been going on for a long time, they have always managed to keep us separated, keeping us division in languages, division in religions, divisions on everything. They manipulate along with fractions of elites that run and manipulate our humanity along with cabals or black hats or whatever you want to call these different people that have manipulated us our entire lifetimes. And this has been going on for a long time to keep us separated and divided because we are unique and we are special in the fact that we have a lot of dormant DNA genes within our DNA that lie dormant because they are suppressed. One, every time that someone in the past used a little telepathic knowledge or insight, they were deemed as demonic or satanic or however you want to put these things. And a lot of people were burned or put in mental asylums. So then it progressed to where in our social media or on our news, all these things, different people are put in our governments to, and they are used as puppets to manipulate and control us. Because once we are going through an ascension right now, we are at a evolutionary stage for humanity that has never happened before. We are becoming more intelligent, more around of our surroundings. And we realize that the things that we see in our three-dimensional world we understand and our scientists are revealing to us there's things going on that we simply cannot see but there's things going on all around us there's a lot things are a lot that we don't realize so the negative ones they are in control of us and they like that position of authority but once we evolve and ascend and with the assistance of the interdimensional and positive extraterrestrials, we will outgrow our old ways of, and we will not allow manipulation and they will no longer be in control of us and they will be powerless and we will be finally to where connected and one like we're supposed to be. So I'll let you ask me something else. <laughs> have, your, have your kids um, experienced this at all? Oh, absolutely. Yes. One son is, is enlightened and uh, has experiences just like I do. One is on the verge. Um, he's early 30s and he's on his stepping stones of, of you know, but we don't push this on anybody. Uh, this is everybody is on their own evolutionary or, or spiritual path here as a human being. Not everybody can absorb this information all at once we're all here experiencing an experience of being human and it we evolved differently so yes and my son and i went 
the interdimensionals instigated a trip for my son and I. They wanted us to go to Mexico down to Waaka, which is the southernmost state in the uh, in Mexico on the Pacific side. And they wanted he and I to experience several things. One being, and they orchestrated this, and my son was, no, we were not told at the same time, but we were, it was instrumented uh, and he made the arrangements and we went. And from the minute we got to the airport to the minute of our whole stay, we had face-to-face -face visitation with them every single night. And the main things that they wanted us to learn there, one was there is an indigenous tribe there called the Zapotec. The Zapotecs are an indigenous tribe also called the people of the clouds. And these, this race or this culture, they were on the verge of, of ascension themselves, just like the Mayans, the Incas. They're as old as a civilization as them. And they were on their verge of this. But all of their younger generation left, basically left their traditions and culture and left them. So they are now a dying race because all of their young people were influenced by technology and materialistic things. And just, they are a dying race. So they wanted us to experience meeting these people and the dynamics of what this meant. And now we are facing AI technology and many different things. We are at a pivotal moment where this technology and things are changing the course of humanity. And this is very pivotal because they, interdimensionals and positive extraterrestrials have seen other civilizations in the universe come to this point and moment in time. And some have not made good decisions and they have locked themselves out. Others have done, have misused it in ways as well. So they care and love us and our planet and wish that we, they want to help us not take over, not take control, but assist. But back to the Mexico thing. So they wanted us to understand technology in most cases are man-made tools and we need to keep them as man-made tools. We do not need to let technology turn it loose and take over our lives. We need to always be in and technology is fantastic and good for us, but it is a tool. Keep it as a tool. And the other thing that they wanted us to experience and understand and express to humanity is that they had us go into a, the forest there. It's very dense with all these pines, trees, and very, very dense. And they wanted us to understand. They took their hands out like this and they said, everything is alive. Everything is alive. Everything is connected. And what they meant is that Trees are living beings. Plants are living beings. Everything is a living being. Our planet is a living being. And that we are unable to see these things and realize that these things communicate and are on this planet and are connected to us 
we don't see it because of being in our 3D world. But like I said, our science and technology is already telling us that they know that plants and trees communicate and they are living beings. So they wanted me to understand that our planet is a living being. And she is going through an extension and a evolutionary change in herself. She is evolving. So they wanted us to understand their fascination is not with us completely. We are just a minute part of the whole planet. They love our planet and see it as a living being. They love our jungles, our oceans, our indigenous people, our innocent people, stand buyers in countries of where they try to use weapons of mass destruction. There's a lot of innocent people that are guilty only by living in that country. So our planet, everything is alive. So they love everything on this planet more than us. They love insects. Even the things that we take for granted, they love. So when we play around with weapons of technology and mass destruction, that that would wipe out the balance of the nature of Mother Earth and Mother Earth herself. And these things also ripple out into the universe. And we have a connection with that that we don't understand. But we are waking up and we will understand all these things in this process. And they're here to assist us with this. The um, There's a theory that the NHIs, one theory out of a million, right? Uh, that the NHIs view us is just a vessel that contains a soul um nothing more i mean it's that let me explain that to you we are in a vessel we are in a vessel this is a temporary vessel having the human experience is the shortest experience of any being within the universe this is a very short experience in the in the in a lifetime of longevity. This is very short. This is a temporary or a human experience vessel. When you remove this vessel, all of us, everything is a energy being and we are all connected. So we are in a vessel and we, our soul and our consciousness are not an organ of our body. When we die, our organs, everything cease to exist. Our soul and our consciousness, which is not in an organ, moves on up to creator source. And when we get up there, we decisions are made and we go before like probably the group of elders or they may be called something different. I have not had this experience, but they've told me this that we go before and it is a decision is made on whether we have experienced everything that we needed to experience as a human. If not, we come back and we'll do another human experience. If we, if we and they are in an agreement, the elders decide, okay, you've experienced all that you needed for your spiritual growth and your, you know, spiritual path, then you could choose to be an animal or you could choose to be a extraterrestrial or interdimensional being on a different planet or universe whatever or when you get to a certain point 
you decide that you just want to stay in your non-physical etheric being and reside in what we call and you have to understand a lot of things that what we call is not necessarily what it's called with them mm -hmm. but in our highest dimension the 12th dimension is the highest that we know of but we would reside in the highest dimension up around creator source and we can stay there as long as we like and th there is no end and there is no beginning the universe is infinite and th there is no ending or beginning and you can stay there as long as you want or you can come down and do other experiences and so they have no reason to take our souls and they cannot take our souls. Our souls are ours. They belong to us. No one can take your soul. Your soul moves from this place to another place to have a new experience in a different life or a different existence somewhere else. Another theory is that they admire us with our souls and that they don't have souls. They do have souls. Do they? Okay. Yes, they have souls and they believe in creator source. That is not what is unique about us. What is unique about us is that we can become interdimensional beings and the lower realm extraterrestrials, the ones that come from our solar system. So like one race, well, grays or reptilians, uh, Anunnaki, the ones that are from, I don't even know if the Anunnaki are actually from our solar system because Nebiru, I think, only comes around ever so yeah, often. Right. But the ones that years. come from our solar system are not interdimensional and cannot become interdimensional. So we are unique and we are going to learn that all these hidden attributes of our DNA are going to start activating and we are going to realize we can become interdimensional beings with the assistance of the interdimensionals and the positive extraterrestrials get to travel and experience these things because they are in agreement with the interdimensionals and they get to experience these things but on their own they would not be able to do it so that's another thing why they want to these lower rim extraterrestrials uh, one naughty race of grays there's many different races over 60 different races of grays of different heights colors and there's one negative race of grays that works with and there's many different races of reptilians i have met a good positive reptilian not you can't label one bad group as in like naming one bad able describes all the varieties of apples right. extraterrestrials and, and well extraterrestrials are this way there's one naughty race of reptilians one naughty race of grays that have worked with different fractions of our government and have worked with the very elite ones that want to keep us dumbed down and keep and that keeps them in control and in authority and and they hold power over us so they do not want us to ascend. They do not want the interdimensionals to enlighten us and the positive extraterrestrials to enlighten us because they lose control. And we will learn that we've been manipulated and, and played like a puppet. We will learn that we will no longer live in these old ways of thinking and old ways of living. And we will realize that 
we are not alone in the universe, we will realize we're not the smartest apple on the tree. There are many other apples. These, what we're dealing with here is not about these strange things in the sky. What we're looking at here is a spiritual evolution of humanity. We are looking at becoming better human beings with enlightened purposes and finally receiving the answers as of who we are, who we can become, why we were lied to, how it has prevented us into becoming who we are capable of being. So this is very pivotal. And that is why the interdimensionals and the positives are here. And that is why all these negatives, once they knew, so it's been years ago, but I saw a feed on the International Space Station. Once the interdimensional and positive extraterrestrials said, hey, humanity is at this awakening moment. They are ready. They will understand, understand that we are not gods. We are not angels. We are of a higher intellectual intelligence. We are higher in technology and and of evolution, and they will we can come down and have this intervention with them. And they told all these negative extraterrestrials and beings, get out of the way, get out of the way. We are here. Things are going to change. And I saw footage of all these vessels leaving Earth. And that is why. Because they most know they cannot compete with this technology and this power. And it is a big number. They cannot compete with this. There are some still here. And that's why you see, like, right when disclosure and all this is coming out, then this war is created. All these things are to take take our minds off things, pull us apart, keep us separated, um, you know, keep ours off of real pictures, but keep us distracted, distractions. So they know their days are limited, and some are trying every way in the world to put as enough fear and negative information out here to keep us in fear. Fear is well. Fear is what limits us from true knowledge. Uh, misinformation is what limits us from true knowledge. So we have to come to a realization that we have been manipulated for far too long. And it's time for us to accept assistance, not a takeover, not anything, simple assistance. And they can be of grave importance to us as we continue on, because we are the stepping stones for our future generations, our grandchildren's children. We are the stepping stones and it cannot happen overnight, but it has to start somewhere and the time is now. It is time for disclosure and it is time for us to wake up and become the human beings we were meant to be. Yeah. Have your kids, um, how do they accept this? Are they accepting this? Absolutely. My I've... son is the one that buys all this technology so that I can put this information out here. Nice. Um, we, we are very connected. And I have also, one thing I didn't tell you is that I have, they have expressed, come to realizing what they have told me. I was an extraterrestrial before I came here. I was an interdimensional being. So 
I made a choice and my children did the same thing. They made a choice to be here at this time. Uh, we all are on different paths and have different functions in this. And for my son, my oldest son, he feels he's got his own agendas that he, you know, that he's supposed to do, but he's also here to assist me, you know? So it's a, it's a family thing. It really is. Nice. And we were extraterrestrials. I firmly know we were extraterrestrials before we came here. And we, this is what we're here for. We're, I mean, they're in another dimension. Are they from another planet or is it just an interdimensional thing? When, when, when you speak of planets and things like that, that's from a human perspective. You have to understand we are talking about things that we cannot see, things beyond our perception. We are talking about dimensions that are all around us that we visibly, visibly can't see. Uh, but they are here and they're happening all around us. So when you ask me where they're from, it's hard for me to answer that question because even in our planet, when we discover something, we give it a number. You know, things are yeah. in a number. And so where they're from, they are from our universe and probably other universes because they can move interdimensionally. And with the positive extraterrestrials, they have given them the ability and knowledge and technology to do the same thing. So <clears throat> they, yes, they probably all started at a planet or, or somewhere, but most of them, I would say now, live in what we would call a mothership. And a lot of them live their entire lives on motherships, transversing throughout the whole universe and different galaxies all around. And from what I've been told that our galaxy in excels is teeming with life and things going on that we just can't see with our eye. But our government and our scientists know this. And that's why they're a little unsure because how do you explain these things to the mainstream population? How does a government in control over our populace explain these are things we do not totally understand and know, you know? And for them to say that in front of other countries, and they don't want one country to have more information than they have. So this is a, a very, very hard thing for, this is a worldwide thing. This is a, a worldwide event. This is not about me. This is not about the United States. This is not, this is about humanity and the whole world. This is big, this is pivotal. <laughs> so I'll let you hear. Well, it, it's you mentioned interdimensional. It's funny that it's come up more and more. Even Grush, uh, when he had his discussion, mentioned interdimensional, and it, it's always an option of options that where well, are, it, where is, is everything coming from? You well, know? see, that's the thing. We have no way of technically knowing because yeah. there's so much out there. Would we even understand if they told us? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We they, only know of, of our galaxy, and then when we find another one, we don't know what it is or who it is. We put a number to it. Yeah. It's beyond our realm of knowledge. We can barely so, see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we so need. You to. have to understand. We have to accept the fact that we are not alone. We have to accept the fact yeah. we do not know everything, and I do not know everything. I've had my experiences. But I do not know everything, you know. So this is a big thing. This is big. And we have to understand they are here to assist us in this evolution. This is a evolution for humanity, an awakening of understanding who we are and our place in the universe. And they want to help us. The human experience, the way we are living our lives, is not the way it was intended or should be experienced. We have a very short life. We should be living longer. There are cures for all diseases. There is technology to help us in so many things that certain fractions of government and elites have set on to keep us dumbed down because they cannot make money off intelligent, healthy human beings. They make money off puppets that are manipulated to do what they want and of a sick, unhealthy humanity. So there's a lot of reasons why they have, the negatives have done this to us, but there's a lot of reasons because of our intellectual level, intelligence level of understanding and why the interdimensionals are coming now, why it didn't happen sooner. All these things can be answered and it will, and as we evolve, this will become not so foreign sounding. It will almost seem, it's just like people say, how do you know we got into the fourth dimension? You, you won't physically know. Fourth dimension is not a physical place or thing. It is a higher state of consciousness. It happens. And as it happens, when it happens, it will be as if it's always been that way. If that makes any sense to you, yeah, it does. I, I, how are you getting the word? I see you have a website. Time for we should mention timeforDisclosure.com. Are you trying? It looks like you're trying to get the word out yes, about all this. Yeah, have you? I do. I, mean, I do a podcast almost every day. Oh, it's very tiring at times. What? Um, what's the name of your podcast? Well, I mean, so, I, I'm on your podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, you do I, a I, podcast. I'm on, I'm okay. on other people's podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought you had your you own. You have connections and a reach that yeah. I have yet to develop. So you are doing this with me. We are part of disclosure. You and I, we are part of disclosure right now. We are part of our evolution because everyone that you're connected with, I am giving them the information. So you are an extension for me. And I appreciate and adore having this opportunity because I don't have those connections. We like getting the word out. I mean, that's yeah, what, that's I mean, what we do. Yeah. You yeah, know, we, because I wouldn't be able to do this without you. You know, are you, so, at, are you, at, I'm sorry. Are you at peace with this? I mean, it's a lot. Oh my to, gosh. It's a lot to it is. take in. Honestly. All yeah. my life. Yeah. All my life. I am 63 years old. For 50 years, I was a mess. I knew these things, but 
I, I didn't know who I was. I, you know, I was struggling inner, inside, wanting to know who I am. I've had been through two divorces. They were not fun. I've had lots of personal struggles. And every time these things happened to me, and I thought it was just the end as I knew it, they would come to me and they would say, if this ever gets to be too much for you, you can always come home. And for a long time, that never resonated with me. But now I understand. I understand that I was an extraterrestrial and made a decision to come here. It, being a human being is hard. It is the hardest experience that any being could ever, ever I mean, we have emotions and feelings and things that no other beings in the universe have. So that's why I was explaining to you that as they, and they have what they actually understand the human experience by being a part of my life. And I guarantee you, I am not the only one. I feel sure, and I have been told that there's others that have incarnated here like me from different races and different beings of, of all positive, positive ones have sent incarnates here for this very reason. And they know how hard it is. They know, and they understand our struggles as a human being, and they wanna help us change because we should be living longer lives. We should have no diseases. We should have no sickness. We should and be enjoying from our infancy all the way up to our young seniors, to seniors, we should be living longer and more enjoyable lives. And we should not be working this nine to five, living off paycheck to paycheck. By the time we get yep. to our retirement age, we're in, we become unhealthy a right. lot of times. And we can't yeah. even enjoy that. Yeah. These things need to change. And they can help us with these. It is a state of learning to rethink, rethinking and a re, a different way of living and a different way of thinking and a way of living a more positive attitude on life and outlook of, of life. Part off the news and all these things that is there with the intent to keep us negative and, and running around with our heads chopped off. All that is done on intention. So once we recognize these things, and I always tell people, learn to become positive. Every time you have a negative thought, replace it with two positive thoughts. And here's the kicker. The, this is the thing that's pivotal is we, everything, we are on a very low vibrational frequency how we become more conscious and how we vibrate at a higher level and raise our vibrational level is becoming a more positive human being and see the beautiful things in life and not dwell on the negative things. And another thing that I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but I also learned that the whole time that, that they were, you know, to uh, changing my frequency, the vibrating from head to toe and all that was changing my frequency to a higher vibrational frequency. And now when they come to see me, they don't have to do that anymore. I am naturally on a higher vibrational frequency. So when they come, then we go. They don't have to do that raising frequency thing anymore. And humanity will start to 
our consciousness will expand and our frequencies will raise and we will learn to become more positive human beings. And everyone that's around someone, this frequency vibrates and it manifests around other people. And it is like, a, it's contagious. They want to be like that and they learn to do the same thing. So yes, I am happier than I've ever been in my whole life. I finally know who I am and my purpose and why all this happened to me. And where a lot of people have talents of painting or writing or whatever, mine is this. Mine is this purpose to help humanity and the best I can and get information out there. Sounds like church. It really does. <laughs> sounds it's like church. Very positive. Yeah, but it sounds like, I don't want to say it sounds like church in the physical sense. To me, when but you say spirit, church, spiritual. That, that all, to me, I see it as lies. Yeah. Misunderstandings, mis, uh, change, uh, uh, rewritten verses by a man to fit that king or that person that was in power at that time. It is not the true meanings of the beginning. And so... It, this is not a church. This is a spiritual awakening yeah. of understanding who we are. That's kind of how I meant it, the spiritual yeah. sense of the, yeah. not the physical sense of the church, but the word. Right. The word. Yeah, I mean, you're getting the word out. And does anyone, have you had feedback? You've had these podcasts. And what I do is when I do these, people will, through a Rumble or YouTube, however, um, they'll give me notes back that I have that same experience and they want to get in touch with the other people. I mean, do you, is that okay? Can I give I you their you. information? Yes. Um, my um, website is timeforlosedisclosure.com. And right. it's also linked to my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group. It's called time for disclosure slash. We have never been alone and it is open to the public. And it is a, both my website and the uh, Facebook page has forums where people can join uh, and discuss their experiences, share information. I put out information for people because the next thing that I think is important and they express to me is that after disclosure, we need something set and prepared for humanity. The people that will be crushed by this information, the people that have grew up with these virtues and values and a lot of things are going to be crushed in their realization. So yeah. we need to be, have like, mental health therapists need to be prepared and meetings, group meetings and et cetera, need to be in place and they need to be educated now so that when this happens, we are prepared. Okay. I, this is a worldwide thing. And this is not about me or about anybody. This is about humanity of the world. It's like aftercare. Yes. Yeah. And that's just as important as what I'm saying now. Exactly. Yeah, well, we need to be prepared for this. Yeah. You know, I mean, for us, it would probably not be as because we're involved no, in ready. the subject I've every day. Ready. Yeah, we're ready. I don't know if I would come back to Earth, Nancy. I think, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's that. lovely and it's beautiful here, but it isn't all beautiful here. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of ne negativity. I mean, every day you're just bombed yeah. with you know, negative, the war, well, you know, we're at war. We can change <laughs> that for our future generation. Right, exactly. Make it yeah. positive. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad they can't change us being so violent and, you know, well, things. 
we are here on free will. So there's limitations as to what they can do. So they look at us like children. When your children make a mistake, they have to suffer the consequences of them and they have to learn from their mistakes. So that's how they see us. We have to learn. We, you know, they cannot fix all our problems. We have an intelligent brain and it's, let's put it to use, you know, let's use what we're, our gifts that we have. So, but they can assist us and help us because we are, the doors are opening up to new technology and we need to make the right decisions with these things. Well, with the artificial intelligence and things that's coming out now, it's kind of scary. I mean, we don't know where this thing's at. And if if we're led in the wrong path, it could be detrimental. So we need assistance from from beings that are millions of years ahead of us in this knowledge and technology and evolution. And they've seen and experienced this many, many times. If we, if we use it for good, it'd be amazing. If we, use, right. it, we use it for bad, that's, that's going to be different. horrific. Yeah, but that's what we do. <laughs> we make machines Sometimes. That, that, that do bad a things. Lot of things need to change. Yeah, exactly. Like said, yeah. We can't do these things overnight, but yeah. this is a start. That's right. This is the beginning of it. Yep. And we're just beginning, you know, so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, Nancy. Okay. We appreciate it. And um, th- thanks for listening to the Alien Probe podcast. We welcome questions, comments, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe.net. Rumble. We're on Rumble now. So everybody checks out on Rumble and YouTube. Twitter. And Instagram at Alien Pro Pod. Um, Nancy Timms, thank you very much. Thank it's you for been very me. informative, and um, we're going to get the word out. So thank you thank very you. much. I do appreciate that. Okay, have a great day. All right, bye-bye. bye bye.